we talking about practice. Not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. Practice, man. I mean, how silly is that? What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Flipside Podcast. We are back with our cover three edition divisional round. We have very, very little football left. Uh, these games are jam-packed with storylines, talent, um, history. So while while it's bittersweet as we come to the end of the season, at least this this last last significant amount of football we have is about as good as it gets. Tyler Hayward is normally on the show. Um, I wish he was. We went 6-0 and last week for the first time this year. Um, I am joined. Uh, d- disclaimer, this, this could go sideways quickly. I am joined by my father, Jim Moss, calling all the way from tropical North Carolina. Dad, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you, son? Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. I, by the way, uh, it's not real tropical. It's about 20 right now, but. Yeah, I have my Google thing on the TV here, Google Chromecast, and it tells me the weather, and I've watched it go from 17 to 16 to 15 in about 20 minutes. It's right. really, really depressing. That is. I might turn the TV off. <laughs> but, yeah, Tyler is under the weather and could not join us. I wish he was here to celebrate and talk about a couple topics, a couple of players that we We'll certainly, certainly talk about, and um, one of those is a quarterback that Tyler feels uh, a different way than I do, and uh, with my dad here today, he feels the same as me, so it's not as fun, but we're still going to talk about it in hopes that uh, Tyler feels better and will listen to it. So I'm going to start my first pick. We're going to do Saturday, NFC, AFC, and then Sunday, NFC, AFC, kind of chronological. Um, but the first game is San Francisco versus Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. I don't buy in to all of the, you know, this guy can't play in the cold. This guy can't play in the cold. Um, I'm taking San Francisco plus five and a half at Lambeau. Um, people think I'm crazy. I, I, I might be Rogers is one of the most talented quarterbacks ever. And after looking today, he's also, I mean, his, his knock is that he's, he doesn't do well in the big games. I mean, not necessarily big games, but he hasn't won a ring and his passer rating in the playoffs is 105. So he really, and it, and it's home, it's away. It's, it doesn't matter for this guy. He's he's not the problem, and I think they're a very good team. On the other side, Kyle Shanahan, I think that this, this San Francisco zone blocking and running attack is something to be feared, but not, not 
uh, Green Bay is not great against the run, against the zone blocking scheme. San Francisco can run inside. They can run outside. They pull guards. They pull centers. They pull Kittles. They pull Debo's. They, they, they move everybody. And it's, uh, it, it takes Jimmy Garoppolo out of the equation when they need to. Um, but really, this 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 comes down to the back end for Green Bay. They've they've got the names. They've got uh, Darnell Savage and Jair Alexander, and they they've got big names. But they do get beat over the top. And I th- I think San Francisco is gonna gonna use their blocking scheme. It's supposed to be bitter cold. They're gonna they're gonna wear you out with with Debo and a bunch of play fakes. And then when you start playing for it, they're coming over the top to Ayuk or Kittle or whoever. And I think it's going to be a lot of, a lot of four and five yard runs followed by chunk plays. And I, I, I kind of like San Francisco to win this one straight up, but I'll definitely take them at five and a half. What, uh, what do you think about my assessment of, of a game that should be, would be Monday night football, any, any day, any week of the season. I agree with almost everything you said there, except the part I think Garoppolo can be. Uh, I think he he can he can have a turnover and he can make a mistake, and I think Green Bay will keep enough pressure on him, scoring points. Although I don't think it's going to be a ton of points, but I think they're going to get Garoppolo in a situation where he's got to throw it a little more than he wants to, and I think they can make him make a mistake. Yeah, I. Uh... About, I do like Debo. Pulling yeah. from Debo. There's I was I was telling somebody the other day I, I would when the Tennessee, I'm surprised when Derrick Henry went out. Like a player like AJ Brown, like I would use him just like that. Mm-hmm. And and I mean you get the ball in your playmaker's hands, especially when someone like like Henry is out or someone like San Francisco who's had a revolving door of injuries as a running back. But they they went once Debo was healthy he was he was a weapon. But uh, side note, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo does is it me or does he flirt with every sideline reporter? Oh, like, I don't know. I haven't I haven't really noticed that. He, they I just start talking and then they start. It's that job. Yeah, and they, they like they'll start asking about the game, and then the reporter will start smiling. They'll pan over to him, and he's smiling. You're like, oh no! And I'm then she just goes even- off. They're she not even talking I'm... about football at all. No, she doesn't know what she's talking about. At it's that point, like line. she sees him smiling, and she just goes, "Yeah." And anyway, what do you think? <laughs> I do think also. Uh, they look directly at his eyes. The Niners have a good, <laughs> uh, good run defense, good pass rush, and that. And I think they're going to need that all the way. They're going to. They got to presser Rogers. Yeah, they. I. I think Bosa's out. I think he's hurt. Hurt. Oh, I th- I thought I heard the days in. I don't know. Oh, they're 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 freaks of nature. I don't, you know, I I haven't really followed up on that injury or Fred Warner's, and you know, I watched them. I think it's because I watched them both happen, and I thought no way. Right. But yeah, Fred Warner's was. It looked like a knee. It was non-contact. He went down. He was holding his knee, and then he got to the sideline. Like, yeah, it's an ankle. I'm like, oh, what? I thought I saw today where they're uh, they're both gonna play, but I wouldn't make that official. Yeah, Fred. Both, I think you just put out there is if he's even alive or not. Just put his body out there, and it'll do something. Yeah, and we're that's a 
that's a great transition into a guy that's might be activated who's not healthy. What uh, what do you think of that second Saturday game in uh, Cincinnati and Tennessee? Uh, I did a lot. Of, my first question with Tennessee, I think their uh, record was I think twelve and five, and I uh, I just wonder they they seem so vanilla to me that I wondered how they won. And then I look at the stats and looking at this and looking at what they do. And they have an awesome run defense is really good. Their pass yeah. rush is very good. Um, I'm leaning towards Tennessee. This is the line in that three and a half. Uh, yep. Three and a half. Yep. I'm taking Tennessee. I think and Burrow has been awesome with Jamar Chase, but I think uh, sort of the same thing with Garoppolo. I think if Tennessee gets on Burrow, he can make a mistake or two. Um, yep. Tennessee's definitely going to want to slow it down. Derrick Henry's back. Who knows? He'll probably just be Derrick Henry. But I also think, not that we're doing over and under, uh, I think this is a fairly low-scoring game. Mm, yeah, that definitely favors Tennessee. Yeah, and I, Tennessee definitely wants it to be low-scoring. They want to keep Burrow and those guys out of there. But I don't think uh, Mixon will do much. He might be good for a one-yard touchdown maybe. But um, – <laughs> I think I think I think Tennessee's gonna. I don't even know why really. I think Tennessee's gonna move on. Yeah, and and if this season, I mean this this game to me is the the two guys that that to me should be <clears throat> coach of the year candidates one and two. Um, oh, that's exactly. I meant to say that. Yeah, good point. The uh, Vrabel is awesome. Vrabel has been awesome. Yep. And you gave me a weird stat. He's eight no after yeah. he eats a bowl of Cheerios or something. <laughs> yeah, like eight eight days rest. Yeah, that's more. Oh, and then it was like coming off of a bye. He's four and zero, but he's eight and zero. Right. spread and straight up. And it's hard to you know it's hard to if he was eight and one you'd go well yeah that has happened but since it's eight no it's like eh, there's always a first but maybe not but I like Vrabel a lot. Yeah, and and these these are two very different philosophies by two guys that's whose philosophies are kind of taken over the league. Uh, Zach Taylor, uh, a lot of people made fun of this this hire when Cincinnati did it. There's a lot of people that thought you know one and done, but when you start looking at at he was under McVeigh, and that was on, that was the time when McVeigh was kind of the big thing, and all right. of his assistants got hired. But when you look at what the passing game did before and after Zach Taylor, you could tell that this guy was a little different. And uh, I think, I think Cincinnati is uh, offensive line away from being a very, very tough team to, to, to take out. And I think that's right too. Their offensive line is not great. They've been sacked. I think Burrow's been sacked. I'm not positive more than anybody. And uh, Tennessee's pretty good at sacking, and that's that's going to be huge. If they're on if they're on Burrow, I think they can take them out. Yeah, this this I watched Cincinnati. I forget it was early. It was probably week four, week five, and they were Thursday night football, or uh, they were. It was a night game, and I remember the first. It might have been Tampa Bay. I don't even know if they played them, but they the first thing I noticed. <clears throat> oh no, it was uh. Jacksonville because it was last two number one overall quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. But I noticed right off the bat that at the time their defensive line was kind of getting pushed back. They had some key injuries, but their offensive line was just getting stood up immediately. And to, to be fair, it's it's Caleb on chase on Josh Allen, the other Josh Allen, but mm-hmm. 
this, I mean, it popped off the screen how little time Burrow had, and they seem to have gotten better. Their defense, I thought, was a weakness at that time. Right. Uh, they're, they're really good. Uh, Trey Hendrickson's really good. Jesse Bates, the safety, is one of the most underrated players in the league. I, the other side, Derek Henry, uh, he's back. He actually got officially activated today. He, I, I'm not sure what I think of this. I think if he's healthy, I think, well, obviously he's playing, but I'm not sure that he's not going to be a piece that, that Vrabel's using to make Zach Taylor game plan for him. And he's not really going to have that kind of role. Um, I think it, it could have been a little bit of strategy, strategy of, of Vrabel thinking if, if they think Derrick Henry is going to be a weapon, they're going to plan for it and we can get away with stuff. So, uh, right. They I, might just see, shot, I don't see Henry going crazy, but that, I mean, it's like, I guess for him, it'd be like riding a bike. He's Derrick Henry. You know, like you said, if he's got an injury, that's different than I don't think with him, there's such a thing as rust. They're going to give him the ball. And if he can go, he's going to go. Right. But, um, you know, if, if he's got an injury and I, the way, I don't know their record exactly without him, but, and I, I'm not even sure who's running the ball for him, but they're doing pretty good. Yeah, they're uh, either way. They're uh, that's what they want to do is run that ball. Yeah, and this one, the weather report is. Uh, you had it right in front of me. There we go. Thirty-seven. So, <clears throat> and sunny. God, that's, nah, that's that's pretty good. I guess that's that's good for Cincinnati, I suppose. Yeah, I'm at fourteen now. <laughs> 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 well yeah you'll yeah. have that yeah but uh yeah this one this one's kind of a kind of a tough spread nasty number i like the Bengals. i like what they can do on the offensive side of the ball i don't know that there's a more loaded team offensively um but i just i think they're i think they're a year or two away but i i, I think i like cincinnati just because i'd like to be on that side of the field goal so yeah, exactly. That spread is it's. It, it, I feel like Tennessee's going to win by three and a half, not three or four, but they're going to win by three and a half. Yeah, so. and if that was, if that, that that weather report kind of made my decision, I was going to agree Tennessee, um, if it was really cold and it was a, a kind of a ground and pound game. But but thirty seven fine for high powered Burrow Chase kind of day. I think, and I'm just throwing this out there. The I, I think the over under for that is 47, 46 or seven. Yeah, forty seven. I think. Rangers. I would think if it would, I would almost go with Cincinnati if it's over and uh, Tennessee if it's under. Yeah, three. Not that I'm changing my Tennessee pick, but the the lower score, the better for Tennessee. I think. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I know Mixon is an all world talent, but I don't I don't know that he's. I don't know. Cincinnati's a cold, cold place. He's he's been successful there. They they don't get a lot of coverage on TV around here. But I mean, I see the numbers, and I know they play some cold weather games, and he's played good late in seasons. But um, he's just not even even if Derrick Henry's at ninety percent, I'd I'd take that Mack truck mm. in a heartbeat. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a real test if Henry's a hundred percent. If if what I saw, what I thought I saw out of the Cincinnati Bengals defense is real, so. Yeah. So it'll be. I mean, if he, if he's not there, and Cincinnati pulls this, or if he's not a, a, a factor, and Cincinnati pulls this off, I'll still have questions going into right, uh, right, Buffalo or Kansas City. So, 
But yeah, that's that that game and all these games seem like they'll be pretty good. But that game's hard to pick, and it seems like it'd be a really good one. Yeah, this this playoff is. I, I mean, I think divisional weekend is probably my favorite in football. Um, and people people tend to say that wild card's the best, and I I do like the new format. But but there are the games like the Eagles and the right Pittsburgh was, was kind of on the edge. Yeah, like you shouldn't, you probably shouldn't really be here, and right. you got bad matchup. And like, thanks for the three hours, <laughs> because the playoffs, when it's a blowout, like the playoffs are different. There's not another game on that you can turn to. Right. Like that's that's it. Like I got to go watch the Steelers try and come back from twenty eight at halftime. It was uh, <laughs> Ben's little revenge tour over there at the end. Yeah, yeah, and he he. I'm, I, I we talk about the not to sidetrack into the Steelers that was last week, but we do talk about coach of the year and Mike Tomlin. I've I've told Tito on the show that that guy I think should be in the conversation every year. And for a long time, I thought no, he's not a good X's and O's guys guy, but he got this bad team to the playoffs. And then historically, he has, I mean, what he's done in Pittsburgh has come come to light lately, like. Now we realize how impressive it was that he kept Ben Brown and Bell egos in check. For like <laughs> yeah, five that, is, that is pretty incredible. Like he got, he kept their, their value. Other teams wanted them and he knew they were head cases and said, right on. And they do, they were in the, they have, uh, he's never had a losing season. Is that right? Yeah. Never. I do. I do take a point away from him from when he stepped out on the field on that punt return or, pick up or whatever it was where he stepped out in the field and got in that guy's way. I thought, you, that was, I thought that was cheesy. Remember that? If you ain't rubbing, you ain't racing. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the, this, this playoff, I mean, we're down to eight teams and it's, it's enough to where it fills two slots in both days. But this, I, I mean, I, I'm staunch in my stance that, that quarterbacks don't make a team, but these, these, these eight guys make it really, really hard yeah. on me. <laughs> I thought that same thing when I was, you know, doing research and whatever. It's like, man, these quarterbacks and a little down the road, Josh Allen, holy cow, Mahomes. Yeah. And people, Rogers. and people, yeah. And even the guys that aren't in it or, or are, are young. You got the, you got a class of them coming up right now. The, the Lawrence Fields and those guys. And then, there's the Russell Wilsons and Deshaun Watsons and Andrew Lux that we don't have. Yeah. <laughs> I always have a thing. Uh, uh, we I, have Russell Wilson, but not in the playoffs. <laughs> I'm pulling for Trey Lance next year. I'm pulling for Trey. God, I grew up watching Hello. Garoppolo just melt sideline reporters. It's going to be something I miss watching. <laughs> Transitioning off of Jimmy Garoppolo's jawline to a Hall of Fame jawline in Tom Brady um, on Sunday, the NFC kicks it off with Matthew Stafford and the L.A. Rams taking on Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, they are they are meeting again after a less than, less than uh, primetime worthy game that, that we all anticipated. Tom Brady makes adjustments. Tom Brady gets familiar with people quick. Tom Brady this, Tom Brady that. I don't have to tell you. Whatever news network, sports network you turn on is going to tell you how great he is. But 
the one oh, thing. I knew that I knew there was a butt coming. I knew that there's there's yeah, yeah. I, I saw see, that coming. I could I could feel that one. It, Tyler's not even with us right now and he knew there was a butt coming. I think Tyler just <laughs> messaged me and I said and he said there's a butt coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the one thing about all of this Tom Brady coverage over the past 15, 20 years is how do you beat him? How do you beat him? How do you beat him? Everybody said the same thing. You move him off his spot. You move him off his spot. You move him off his spot. You make him move out of the pocket. You make him uh, throw from different angles. Uh, there is nobody that moves you off your spot better than number 99 for the Rams. And he gets all the credit. He gets all the accolades. He gets the sacks. He gets the coverage. But the rest of this defensive line uh, – has well the the rest of this pass rush unit I should say this this front seven is playing as good as any I've seen in a long time. It is Leonard Floyd has been unreal, but what they have on the back end like Aaron Donald's going to come through the, the the center of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are their their offensive line is the reason they were so successful at not getting touched last year. They have not been that good this year. When that happens, this Rams team schemes up ways to make you make a mistake if that pressure comes up the middle. Jalen Ramsey is going to make a big play in this game. I love the Rams. I love Tom Brady. I know, I know, I know, I know. He's Tom. He's got seven. I get it. But uh, this Rams team's special. They're all in. And back to washed up receivers uh i know i know cooper cup is everybody's darling and everybody thinks that he's carrying this team um jared goff had cooper cup and it, it he was he was good but he wasn't historically good who was historically good with subpar quarterbacks odell beckham jr is back he's clearly not the problem he is raved about by Stafford. He's raved about by Cup. He's raved about by teammates. Say he's one of the smartest football players and one of the hardest workers ever. A little bit damning for <laughs> Giants and Browns people, <laughs> but uh, he was—he wasn't the problem. It, it might be it might be uh, behind your center. So I think Odell Beckham is back. I think he's got a point to prove. I think the comparisons to Antonio Brown are false. Obviously, one of them's playing. One of them's not. I like the Rams to win this game. I like the Rams to win this game big. Uh, Buccaneers run ends here. Brady will be back. He'll do it again, but not this time. Wow. Defense and all that. I just uh, The last couple games, Von Miller has also cranked oh, it right up. right. Yeah, that guy. Von Miller, that one yeah, dude. Yeah, Super Bowl MVP or something, right? Yeah, changed yeah. his number. Wow. Same guy. Oh, he fooled me. Colors, too. Yeah. But he uh, he's been in there a lot lately. That'd be huge. Did he for... take his glasses off? <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> he did not look the same at all either. Uh, didn't you have a horse or something on your helmet? I thought, I thought it was Jalen Reeves Maven for a minute, but <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, uh, I... How did I forget about him? I don't know. And I was uh, I was for you while you were saying that the defensive line, and you, you mentioned uh, Donald and the other guy. I thought, man, Von Miller's in there. Yeah, but Von and... Miller, come on. And a 74-year-old Eric Weddle, too. Yes, I love Eric Weddle. Yeah. <laughs> He's smart, but I don't know if he can I don't know if he can keep up on the deep routes anymore. <laughs> and it's not his jawline either. No. Um 
I think, and as much as I hate to say it, and I would love to see the Rams beat them, I think I think Stafford has got to step it up. Huh? Yeah, oh. and not that he hasn't been stepping Tyler? up, but he's got to have a, a damn good game. Tyler, Tyler, I'm on the phone. <laughs> Zero Tyler, turnovers. I'm the show right now. Zero turnovers <laughs> for Stafford. What did he do to you? <laughs> he was almost perfect last week. Yeah, and he's been very good, but he's had his moments where, and every every Mahomes went through a streak where he was almost bad. You looked at Brady's jawline, didn't you? I, well, I saw the light glistening off his helmet. <laughs> oh, no. I would love to see the Rams beat the crap out of them, though. I mean, and nothing against Tom, but yeah, go away for a while. This isn't Joe Buck, is it? Sure <laughs> <laughs> not. This is Troy, Hall of Famer Troy Aikman. Oh, good. It's Collinsworth. Thank God. <laughs> Here's a guy. <laughs> now here's a guy who seems like he's pretty good, even though he doesn't doesn't uh, doesn't play for Detroit anymore. So he's on TV. The uh, Ashawn Robinson, that one stings. When they traded him, I said he's going to be good. Is he doing? Is he a Los Angeles Ram? Oh yeah, he the yeah. first play of the game last week. He tossed the guy back like three yards. Yeah, I hate to see that too. There's a yeah. That's fun. And then Devon Kennard made some, did some mm-hmm. things for the Cardinals. So um, it's fun. That, I'm glad they're all doing good. And that John Bostic is actually good for Washington. I yeah. I think it's still Washington. And Quandre Diggs picked off Stafford twice this year. Yeah. yeah. That's because those those sneaky look-offs don't work when you see them every day in practice. Jamal Agnew <laughs> also had a pretty good year for yeah. – at least they used him other than punt returns. Yeah, and the worst pass defense, maybe maybe towards the end of the year, the only bright spot for the Eagles was Darius Slay. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think I might have been wrong about him. He seems pretty good. Yeah. He, I, feel, I feel bad about bad talking Darius all the time. Yeah, he's funny. He's uh yeah, they've they've done some they've done some interesting shit. And back to your point about uh Brady, I had there and you know, anybody who's watched football, there is times where you'll see Brady and it's hard to believe, but he's like, and everybody gets that way. He's rattled with, a, with a, like you said, a pass rush, especially up the middle. And he can get happy feet and not necessarily make huge mistakes, but he'll take sacks and so on. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, he's good at football. He is good at football. He, uh, the, 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 the fact that he, they said he's older than all three other opposing NFC coaches. Yeah, that's and, awesome. And we thought about it. We didn't do research, right? But, but it, like, it might not be that close. <laughs> yeah, it's probably three to one or so. I mean, I mean, like, like three years, maybe minimum. Yeah. Like, I don't think Sean McVay's forty. Kyle Shanahan might be older than forty, but. And yeah. on a side note, the Green Bay. What's the, the his their coach's name? Uh, uh, yeah, Lafleur. Lafleur is he's thirty nine and nine. In three years, that's just on the side, but that's pretty good record. Oh, I thought you meant he's thirty nine years old. No, he's thirty nine wins, nine losses. He might be thirty nine years old. He could be in nine months. That'd be cool. Yeah, he. You know, I think I think Rogers might have realized when he was going through his off season drama, like I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. I think part of it that the you know with Rogers loving his his legacy and how he's remembered so well. I think I think he kind of realized that Matt LaFleur is a pretty good coach and he yeah. might be able to get Jordan Love good and then Rodgers is just going to be a system guy, which is not true. We all know that he's an elite all-time talent, but 
Rogers' head might be a little more paranoid than ours. Yeah, he seems like kind of a strange dude all the way around. This the version we've of Aaron Rodgers, the person we've gotten this year, I think is my favorite one though. Like, like he's favorite always been in a good way. Yeah. Like I don't know if it's because of the quarterback that I love so much in the team that I love so much. Uh don't have to worry about him being that Stafford doesn't have to play in his division and right. the the uh, one of my kids is losing their mind. Hey, is Goff one and all against Aaron? Uh, yeah, more. he's like one half and all. Wow. Because Rogers, Rogers didn't play the second half. But so Goff is better than both Stafford and Rogers. Did wait? Did did they played twice though? Didn't they? Uh, yeah, that's right. He must be one and one. Yeah, I'm not sure if Goff even played the first time around. I think he only missed a couple. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like this this version, like Rogers has always been kind of petty and quiet, won't talk to anybody, and you just hear about who he is. But now it's like kind of like Brady. Brady's kind of transformed into a more relatable, approachable kind of person. But Rogers is putting his toes on TV. <laughs> yeah, he's got a he's got a hippie thing going on. Yeah, he's kind of funny. He's transparent. Like he's he's just open and honest, and he doesn't give you cliche answers. Which the the closest guy statistically, quarterback rating, all that in the league to him is Russell Wilson. Who that's my only knock on him is I wish every time someone asked asked him a question, he didn't answer like a fucking robot. So <laughs> right, right, like like he, right, the, that part of Russell Wilson is the reason I don't love JJ Watt. Like, <laughs> go Hawks! Like you're you're just a golden boy. Like yeah. <laughs> Like you're just fed. It's, it sounds like everything you say comes from a publicist, and that's why that's why it was kind of refreshing. Not only Rogers, but when you kind of heard uh, about Russell Wilson, you're like, "Oh, that's a closed doors thing." But then he wasn't really quiet about it. Out of those two guys, who do you think, if either, are moving? Russell Wilson. I think Rogers. Back to the personality thing. I think Rogers just sometimes likes to feel loved and scare the shit out of people. Yeah, I think just... Russell Wilson is very professional and kind of wants to do things the right way. And for him to say he wants out, kind of reminds me of the Stafford thing. Like, yeah, there's probably some legs to it. I'm thinking. Uh, I, I I think neither will move, but I think Russell's definitely most likely to move of the two. I think Rogers is staying right where he is. I think there's a better chance Pete Carroll moves than Russell Wilson, though. Yeah, I think Rodgers would be wise to just stay in Green Bay till he's done. Yeah, I, I be, be that guy. Yeah, and if he said he was done, yeah, yeah, well played. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah got to run, buddy. Wish he'd have left a few years sooner. Good luck, Jordan. Go get him. Yeah, like, like, but the, the I don't, I don't hate him as much. Maybe, maybe it has something to do with the fact that the Lions aren't close to them. And Stafford didn't have to deal with them yet. Yeah, it would probably be more painful if Rodgers had been squeaking by him every year and just, you know, it was competitive rather than in advance, you know, there's not much of a chance. Yeah. You know it, I mean? I'm not it, sure. It's the shit like the, the leading for 60 minutes stuff that. Yeah, that's incredible. That stat will never be broken. Yeah, and I, I always knock people for hating players for beating your team. So I can't hate Rodgers for that, but God. Right. And I don't like his, uh, and it, it happened to Chicago fans, so that's good. But the I own you thing bothered me. I'm glad that didn't happen. Really right. if, if he didn't cuss, it wouldn't have. And he's not wrong, but still. Right. Like, uh, you didn't have to drop an F-bomb. There's kids right there. Like, <laughs> yeah. I own you was fine. I and the, little, the nine-year-old in the front row did have a Rogers jersey on. 
Like, like. And in the AFC, to close the divisional round, we have maybe the best matchup of them all. It's the Buffalo Bills, the red-hot Buffalo Bills, travel to the big, bad arrowhead and take on Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. What is your thought? What, what can we expect out of this game, and who do you like here? Well, the last Buffalo game I saw, Josh Allen... It was probably one of the best games I've seen from a quarterback in a long time. He was awesome. He was absolutely awesome. And uh, when I was doing research of this game, and I know Mahomes is Mahomes and Kelsey and Tyreek and all of that, but uh, Buffalo just seems like they're on a roll to me, and they just seem really hard to stop. I think they kind of abused Kansas City earlier in the year, and I think they might do that again. I, I just like Buffalo a lot more in this one. Yeah, uh, it's kind of amazing. Much like much like Tennessee lost Derrick Henry, um, and and we thought they'd sputter and they got better. Uh, Buffalo's pass defense got better after Tre'Davious White was out, and Tre'Davious White is one of the five best corners in the league. But uh, I think I think that that tells you a lot about their depth. I think it tells you a lot about their coaching. I love this Buffalo Bills team, and you, as well as Tyler, know how I feel about the Kansas City Chiefs. Right. This is what is what's the spread? Did you go with spread? Two and a half, two or two and a half. No, uh, Kansas City. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And you took Buffalo. I'm taking Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah, like that. See, so not only cover that little show if someone has the same views as me. Um, it's much less frustrating sometimes, though. <laughs> Uh, but the, the what what they were how they improved in their past defense without their anchor speaks to their coaching, which all their coaches are are on short lists of of coaching openings because their offense has been complete, their defense has been complete, and Sean McDermott's brought them up right. But this this these two guys in the back of the secondary, uh, Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde, these two safeties are are both quarterbacks of this defense. They've got young, athletic guys up front. Russo's physical. They're physical, too. Yeah, Ed Oliver's a stud. Uh, Edmonds, they're, they're, they're loaded. And and what when they brought in Stephon Diggs last year, it was a game changer. Their running backs are, are getting better. Uh, Josh Allen has, has started his career by being a phenomenal talent. He's one of my favorite players to watch, but he's, he's uh, his ability to just – throw with a dirty pocket the helmet in his face is unreal but also his ability to completely black out and throw laterals in playoff games is also blows my mind but yeah he got a little a little brett farvish there yeah and and to be fair i do believe that if if he didn't do something miraculous they were losing that game um maybe i really like lately his uh his running has been awesome he's he's just physical fast and shifty i i fully expect him to get one maybe two running touchdowns yeah he's in the 70 yard range of the total you know what i mean yeah and they they say that if a quarterback's great he can play anywhere uh this guy is built for buffalo like yeah he's huge he's fast he's tough he's got a big arm and it, it doesn't seem to affect him in a bit and so 
I, I, I don't love the Kansas City Chiefs, but I, I do respect what they've been able to do. Obviously, great coaches in Spagnolo, Bienemy, and obviously Andy Reid. Um, there's a lot of weapons in this game, and, and a lot of people think that this is going to go over. Uh, I think Buffalo's defense is really good. I think Buffalo kind of puts it on them, so I'm, I'm going Bills too. Um, I also think, and we, we, a lot of Bills love here, Kansas City is Kansas City. You know, I mean – Mahomes does what he does, and Kelsey and all those guys. But I think they're, uh, I think they're going to get out physical. I think it's almost possibly a passing of the torch as far as the quarterbacks go. I don't know if you, you know, we have different ideas of Mahomes maybe, but this one I put that the winning quarterback at the top. Whoa! And Dad with the hot take to close the show. That is going to wrap. In conclusion. Mm-hmm. Anything, Father, final thoughts or uh, tips or wise advice from a uh, father who who uh, raised a mediocre but above average uh, sports player? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I got nothing. No, um, I, I do think all four of these games are could go either way. And I, I think, like we were talking about earlier, I don't think there's going to be a blowout. I hope there isn't. Um, but I think they're all going to be good, and I hope we go four and all. Damn it! But if there is, we hope it's Rogers. Yes. Uh, yeah. Or or Tom. There's yeah. Nothing against Tom, but yeah. Bye bye. Yeah. Um. A big thank you to my father for joining us. We kept it somewhat on the rails, although a little bit uh, above average amount of editing to do. Uh, make sure you follow our bets. Make sure you follow our podcast. Subscribe, like, share, whatever your platform, whatever the button under the video or sound says. This one's not on video, though, so don't look for it there. But whatever it says, do it. Continue to do it. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for listening. Have a great weekend. And remember, I just hope both teams have fun. All right.